Blog Talk Radio.
right, well, praise God, we're back. Uh, Prayer International Radio, it's about 10.38 Central Time, and we're broadcasting out of Dallas, Texas. And my name is Chris Herzog, I'll be your host tonight. And Sean Holmberg will actually be out until tomorrow night. So praise the Lord. You know, sometimes you just have to stop and rest, take time with your family and regroup. Every now and then we have to take a few nights off and let the other person do the show or both take the time off. But he will be back tomorrow. So praise God. Well, if you need to call in, our call in number is 619-638-8458. And if you need to uh, leave a prayer request or uh, anything like that, you can always go into our email, which is prayerinternational at gmail.com. And, of course, we always have the website open, www.prayerinternational.org. Well, praise God. So we're going to get into some word tonight. Just take some time to just let the word of the Lord speak. And so I wanted to get into a psalm, and I just really wanted to talk about the Good Shepherd tonight. Um, I'm going to get into Psalm 23, very familiar passage to most of us. And this is about the Lord being the Good Shepherd and his people. So we're going to get into Psalm 23. And praise God, looks like we've got Minister Grot. Uh, and Rosemarie in the chat room tonight. God bless you. God bless you tonight. Looks like we got a few callers that are listening in. And when we get into the uh, music portion of our show, we'll check and screen them and see what's going on. Maybe they need some prayer or just want to listen. I'm not really sure. Well, Psalm 23, and I uh, just want to lay a foundation that says, look, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that's one thing about making God your shepherd or allowing God to be the shepherd of your soul. As we allow him to lead and guide and sustain our lives, he says we won't lack anything, we will not want. See, everything we have need of, he's already provided in Christ Jesus. He says all you have to do is ask, seek, knock, and the door will be open, you'll find it. The answer will come, whatever the case is. Verse 2 says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters, and he restores my soul. Let's talk about that for a minute. You see, if you allow God to lead you, the place where he's going to lead you is in the green pastures. That represents life and abundance and sustenance, provision, newness of life. The green pastures. And the psalmist continues, David continues to say, He leads me beside the still waters. The reason God brings us beside still waters, He says this Be still and know that I'm God. He who keeps his mind on me, I'll keep him in perfect peace. And there's something about meditating on God. There's something about 
being still, waiting on the Lord. There's something about tuning in and allowing yourself to be set, to set your mind on things above and keep your mind on the Lord. And the promise of God along with that is that he will keep you in perfect peace. Verse 3 says, He restores my soul and he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And maybe you need restoration in your mind. Maybe you need restoration in your body. Maybe you need restoration in your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. See, the soulless realm, not the spirit, but the soul. See, we're a triune being made up of a body, a spirit, and a soul. The body is the physical. The spirit is the part of you that connects with the Holy Spirit. And then you have this soul part of you, which is your mind your will, your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings. So the Son of David says he restores my soul. See, there's a lot of things in our life that can break us down in our minds, break us down in our emotions, break us down on the inside, get us disrupted on the inside. And along the line, sometimes some people have what we call a breakdown or a shutdown or a nervous breakdown. It's because their souls get fragmented along the way. They get fragmented. Things come along in their life and it breaks them. It wounds them. It disturbs them. But God promises restoration. Restoration in our soul. God promises to restore. And along with this, he says, I'll restore with the locust. And the canker worm eat up. So he promises to restore our soul and lead us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. See, he's got paths. God's got paths prepared for us. And the reason he leads us, it's not for our sake necessarily, it's for his name's sake because he's the good shepherd. And he has a responsibility to his people. He says, my sheep know me and I know them. And my sheep hear my voice. I am the good shepherd. Jesus announces that. I am the good shepherd, and my sheep hear my voice. He calls himself the shepherd and the bishop of your soul. And Jesus wants to lead us restore us, and take us on a plain path. He he even goes as far to say, I'll make your crooked paths straight. Even the things in our life that we make crooked, even the things in our life that the devil means for evil, God says, I can make them good. I can make good of those things. Let's continue. So verse 4, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, and your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And we'll stop there. Listen, God says, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, see, it's not just death, even the shadow, even the mere thought of it. See, when the enemy comes in, he's like a barking dog. Sometimes he'll bring shadows that will bring fear. Sometimes he'll bring Shadows to distract us. You remember when you were a child and you used to watch the 
you'd have the light on the outside. Sometimes it'd catch the tree. It'd make shadows on the walls or it'd pick up some inanimate object that would start moving with the wind and make shadows on the walls. And when you're a child, sometimes that could be horrific, depending on, you know, your childhood experiences. But the enemy does the same type of thing. He makes shadows to distract us. Though we walk through the valley, see, he says, fear no evil. For you are with me. The psalmist says, God, you're with me. Your rod and your staff, they cover me. And just like every good shepherd, he'll take that rod and the staff to lead and guide, but also to beat away the wolves. Have you ever seen a shepherd's staff? Have you ever seen the shepherd's rod? He uses it to not only lead and guide and direct, but to beat away the wolves along the way. And God promises to be a good father to be a protector, to be a guide, and to beat away the wolves along the way. Praise God. You know that word comfort is the word nacham, nacham. It means to comfort, to console, to extend compassion, to sigh with one who is grieving, to repent, to breathe intensely because of deep emotion. And you know, sometimes when you're comforted, people say, breathe deep. You can breathe deep now. You can breathe easy now. Just go ahead and breathe now. And that's how the the good shepherd does. See, David wrote that God's rod and his staff comforted him. David wasn't saying that God was going to give him a little pat on the hand with some promise that everything would just turn out okay, but God was going to experience his suffering with him, embrace him at the deepest levels of his trials and tribulations. God is going to get down there with you. See, that that word comfort means to walk alongside of one who is grieving, to breathe intensely because of deep emotion. And that's what God wants to do. He wants to get deep. Deep calls him to deep. And even in some references, that the, the Hebrew word nakam for comfort, nakam, is translated repent, which is the idea that regret causes deep sighing. It, in a sense, uh, of comfort, nakam, uh, it doesn't describe a casual sympathy, but really uh, like a weeping with those who weep, or a sighing with those who sigh. And that's how God is. He weeps. When we weep, he weeps. When we hurt, he feels it. And he comforts. When he comforts, it's from that point of he understands. Verse 5 says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and you anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. The Bible says, Even when your ways are pleasing with God, even your enemies will be at peace with you. Do you realize God wants to spread a table even in your worst situation? He wants to spread a banqueting table. He wants to anoint your head with oil, prepare you with the presence and the glory of God to where your cup is running over, not to where you're, you're just satisfied, but it's running over to the point of satisfying others. That's what God wants to do. He's the good shepherd. And the promise of God is surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is probably one of the most quoted psalms 
Jesus Christ refers to himself as the good shepherd. And just realize sheep are depending on their shepherd's leading. We depend on God to guide us and protect us in life. We don't have to fear when we walk through the valley because God is leading us. God's supernatural rod and staff comfort his people. Surely goodness and mercy, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Imagine goodness and mercy following you. Everywhere you go, there's goodness and mercy running behind you all the days of your life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise God. In the house of the Lord, let's think about the being in the house of God. Prayer International Radio. This is Psalm 23. We're going to go into a time of song. If you want to call in, 619-638-8458.
been at my door a lot lately. So I'm just using this as an anthem because it's the scripture. It talks about the one day. Better is the one day, one day in your house. And that tense of the wicked thing is the scripture right there. We'd rather be a doorkeeper. Think of your, think of, think of what it's like, really, when you're dwelling right in the grip of the wicked one. That grossness that grips our soul and robs us of life. And this is an anthem, an anthem of freedom. I'd rather be a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. I'd rather be a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. I'd rather be a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. I'd rather be a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Praise God, we're back, and this is Prayer International Radio, and just taking some time to worship God, hallelujah. Well, you know, that psalm, uh, that dwell in the tents of the wicked, let me just read that, that psalm's 8410, and this is going to be the New International Version, I'm going to read a few different versions and then get into Psalm 27 as a cross-reference. I'm going to read this in a few different versions because I want it to stick. New International Version says, Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Now, the New Living Translation says it like this. A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I'd rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than to live with the good life in the homes of the wicked. God's words translation, and then I'll be King James. Listen, one day in your courtyards is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather stand in the entrance of my God's house than live inside wicked people's homes. For a day in my courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tent. Of the wicked. So why are we focusing on that? Listen, there was a heart cry in David that said he would rather be just a nicer, just a just a doorman, just a greeter. Even if he had to step down from his kingship and be a greeter at the church, and to spend time among the sinners, among the wicked. Doing what they do You know his heart was for one thing And one thing only Psalm 27 Verse 4 And I'm actually going to read Psalm 27 here in a minute Psalm 27 Verse 4 Hey Mark Bless you Mark I just saw that you were in there uh, In the chat room I'll be on in just a little bit 
Hey, we're, we've been praying for your mom. Uh, hope she's doing well. Uh, all right, sounds like she'll hopefully be home on Friday. So we'll continue to keep her in prayer. Praise God. That's awesome. That's so great. Thank God for healing Jesus that cares about us and our family. You know, he says you and your household shall be saved. It doesn't just, you know, salvation and healing and, and prosperity and and just the good things of God, it doesn't just stop for us. It's not just for us, but it's for us and our family. So we can claim those promises for our family. So back to uh, the one thing that David desired. Psalm 27, 4 says, One thing I ask of the Lord, and this will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, and to seek him in his temple. Think about that for a minute. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, and to seek him in his temple. Praise God. So powerful. The powerful verse. Praise God. Let's get into Psalm 27 real quick. I just want to read the whole thing. So good. It's so good. It's 14 verses. But this is just an exuberant declaration of faith. You know, it's about not fearing. It's about not being afraid. You know, the people of God should never be timid or afraid. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Jesus tells us that the heart of men will fail because of the last days. But listen, we don't have to live in fear. We need to know that God is the God of our salvation. He's the God that takes care of us. He fights our battles for us. He's the good shepherd. So he continues. He says, verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Praise God. Is he your light and he your salvation today? Ask yourself, is God your light? Is he the one that leads you and guides you? Is he your salvation? Whom shall you be afraid of? Whom shall you fear? When the wicked... I'm sorry, the Lord, verse 1, so the Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled themselves. Though a host or an army should camp against me, I will not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Think about that. He says, one thing have I desired, and this is the thing that I seek. There's one thing that I'm confident in, and that's the Lord. Where's your confidence? Where's your hope? Where's your salvation? Do you desire the Lord? Verse 5, from the time of trouble. See, the Bible says he's an ever-present help in time of trouble. But this is talking about the secret place again. From the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me, and he shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. 
I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Are you offering sacrifices of joy in the tabernacle? Are you singing praises to the Lord? Is he your rock? Are you allowing him to lift up your head? Are you hiding yourself in the civilian? Are you hiding yourself in the secret place? Praise God. Praise God. Hear, O Lord, verse 7, when I cry with my voice and have mercy upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my faith, verse 8, my heart said to you, Lord, your faith will I seek. Do not hide your faith from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Don't leave me or forsake me. Do not leave me or forsake me. O God of my salvation, when my mother and father forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. The Lord will take care of me. See, even when your mother and father forsake you, the Lord will take care of you. Verse 11, David said, Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen up against me. They breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. See, you need to believe. You need to not lose heart. This is a word for somebody. Don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. This is a word. Somebody's tuning in tonight. Do not lose heart. Do not lose heart. We're reading verse 13 of Psalm 27. The psalmist said, I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, verse 14, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. God wants you to wait on him. God wants you to seek him. Listen, there's a word for somebody tonight that's feeling faint of heart. Don't faint. You're going to reap in due season if you faint not. It's right around the corner. Your blessing's right around the corner. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Don't let go until he blesses you. Don't let go until he blesses you. Don't let go. Don't say, keep going forward. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage to strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That was Psalm 27. Going through the Psalms. Listen, we're going to take a small praise break. We're going to get back into the word. So far, we've done Psalm 23 tonight and Psalm 27. Touch base. Uh... Just on a few of them, praise God. God's word is so good. Such a good God.
Uh, praise God, we're back, and this is Prayer International Radio, just uh, taking some time to worship the Father. You know, that's what we're here for, is to pray, to worship, to seek His face, to call out to the nations. You know, that's why we do this, to raise up a global awareness of prayer. You know, if God's people aren't praying, who's going to do it? You know, the Bible says that He's looking for a man and we're looking for a woman to stand in the gap. That will pray and seek his face. And tonight I just want to call those of you that are in the body of Christ, those of you prayer warriors. You know, we're in a time of crisis in our nation when our nation here in America uh, begins to make sightings with the Middle East and begin to hold opinions against Israel and begin to... Uh, Review policies and different things that are being written to divide Israel. And you know, when we have a president, when we have a nation that is sort of just going along with whatever, instead of going along with the plan and purposes of God, it's going to make some waves. And so I want to call us to attention tonight to pray one for Israel, pray for the Middle East, pray for what's going on. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. See, the word of God says pray for Israel. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray that they would prosper. Pray that they would be protected. So tonight I want to do some praying. I want you to agree with me, and we're going to pray for a few of the prayer requests that were lifted up tonight as well. So, Father, tonight, while we have everyone in the chat room, while we have those listening tonight, those that are called by your name, those that are called by your spirit, Father, we lift up Israel, we lift up Jerusalem, we lift up your people of the Middle East, Father. And we ask, Father, that you reveal Jesus Christ as the Messiah to them, reveal Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior to them. And, Father, we pray your peace over the Middle East, your peace over Jerusalem, your prosperity over Jerusalem, your Holy Spirit power, over Jerusalem, your protection over your people. Father, we pray for the United States of America, Father. We pray that they would have godly leaders, raise up godly leaders in the governments, in the senates, in the different city and state offices, in the federal offices, in our Supreme Court in places where policies and laws are written. Father, we pray for righteousness to infiltrate our nation and that, Father, you would turn the hearts of our people, turn the hearts of our leaders to pray for Israel, to pray and and to fall in line with what you're speaking over that nation. We pray your protection, your hand, your wisdom over our nation when it's concerning Israel. Now, Father, we pray for Australia as well, represented tonight by a handful that are listening to Blog Talk Radio, that are praying with us, that are joining our prayer family here, Lord. We pray that you'd move in a mighty way over Australia, Lord God, that we pray your kingdom come and your will be done over that nation, that you'd move in a mighty way and touch, pour out your spirit, pour out a spirit of revival. We pray for a spirit of prayer to come over that nation that would bring a healing revival that would sweep across the land. And we thank you for a great awakening that's coming to America. 
We thank you that you're wakening up your people and that you're moving in a mighty way. We just thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Now, Father, tonight, Lord, we pray for those that are listening, that are called by your spirit. We pray for every man, woman, child, and teenager that are listening tonight. Father, we pray your will be done and your kingdom come, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven. Father, what you wish, what you desire, what you are speaking and declaring, we pray that that would come to pass in their lives. Now, Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you touch every person in the chat room tonight. Father, we thank you for the breakthrough for Marcus's mother tonight. We give you praise. We speak healing and wholeness. We speak life over her. We thank you for a quick and speedy recovery. Father, right now we just pray, Lord God, Father, for those requests that are lifted up, those requests that have been mentioned tonight, that you move in a mighty, mighty way, that you touch your people in a mighty way, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you're moving. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would touch every person tonight, that they would feel your presence that they would feel your love. Father, right now we just pray uh, for Donna's son's girlfriend's grandfather, which you know what his name is. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke this cancer. We speak to that cancer. We say, you be gone in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for healing over him right now. We pray for healing over him right now. We just rebuke every attack on his body in Jesus' name and pray for healing and wholeness for a good report. Right now we pray for Cherish uh, in the name of Jesus. We just pray for the spirit of heaviness to be broken, for the depression to be broken, for those demons to be destroyed in Jesus' name. We pray that you would lose your joy, lose your freedom, lose your happiness. Father, loose the joy of her salvation, that a well up in her soul and restore her soul in Jesus' name. Now, Father, we just thank you, Lord God. Bless Rosemary tonight. Bless Cherish. Bless Mark. Bless those that have been in the chat room tonight, those that have radio shows, those that have ministries and churches they need to attend to. Uh, Minister Grock was in earlier. We just bless him and bless his ministry. Father, we just thank you for what you're doing. For all those listening tonight, for those that have prayer requests, unspoken prayer requests, we know Brother Anthony is listening by phone and different people are listening around by phone and and through the the website. Bless the works of their hands. Bless the words of their lips, the fruit of their mouth. Lord, bless the product and the fruit of their lives. We pray that your spirit and your character would be produced that your anointing and your power, your peace would be evident in the lives of these men and women in Jesus' name. So, Father, we pray that they would be encouraged and go forward in the power of the Spirit tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, so praise God. We're going to go into a time of worship some more. We just love to worship on the show, so hopefully uh, you guys are good with it because we are. And uh, let's go. Uh, are you thirsty tonight? 
stay thirsty. And all who are thirsty And all who are weary Come to the fountain And if you are
Praise God, we're back, and this is Prayer International Radio. 
My name is Chris Herzog, and I'm filling in for Sean Holmberg the first hour tonight. Normally, I take the second uh, hour. Uh, we got a little late start tonight. We started about 10:30. Probably be shutting it down around 12 or a little bit thereafter tonight. Um, but just want to say, you know, uh, on behalf of Sean and myself and our families, we are so blessed uh, at the faithfulness of you guys to pray to stay in community with one another, even outside of our program and what we're doing. You know, I know a lot of you guys are building relationships on other shows and things like that. We think that's wonderful. We think it's such a blessing to be able to be a part of a spiritual community through the Internet on Blog Talk Radio with other radio shows, with other radio ministers and other men and women of God like yourselves. And so we just want to keep encouraging you to keep reaching out. Reach out in your local community where you're at in your neighborhoods, in your churches, in your schools, your workplaces. But every time you get on the Internet and get into chat rooms or have an opportunity to connect into other places with other believers in other cities or states or countries, continue to strive for that unity and that that community, that family, uh, the coming together of the saints, if you will. Because God delights. God loves it when his people get together. God delights in the unity of his people. So, you know, we're glad we can be a prayer help to you. You know, we don't want to be just another uh, radio show program. You know, there's all kinds of churches and, and conferences and things going on where there's plenty of people getting vibrant ministry. Except a lot of times they feel like they're just a number or they're attending these situations where uh, they're not getting personal ministry or one-on-one ministry. One thing I love about Blog Talk Radio, even if Sean and I decide just to play music all night long, but we leave that chat room open, there is vibrant ministry that's taking place among the men and women that are in the chat room. Even if we don't get in there and minister ourselves or share the word of the Lord or pray, God's people are doing the stuff. God's people are praying. God's people are declaring the word and speaking the truth. And so we want to just thank you for your faithfulness to the Lord. We want to thank you for your prayers, for Sean and I, for our wives, for our families for our ministry, for what the Lord is doing in our lives. And just know that just because uh, praise God, just because you don't always hear us praying on the air, which we do quite often, or just because you don't see us praying for you specifically in the chat room, realize that we, we copy and paste the prayer request we pray daily for different people that come onto the program, different ministers, different needs. When we are praying, there's other saints joining together in unity that are praying, uh, even those that are not in the chat room, that are praying and agreeing with you, praying and agreeing for your families, praying and agreeing for your ministries, praying and agreeing for the will of God to be done in and through and for your lives. And so we just want to encourage you in that. It's not about Sean and I, but it's about Jesus Christ. 
It's not about our ministry, but it's about his kingdom. And if you're going to be a kingdom person, if you're going to be a believer, if you're going to be a son or daughter of the Most High God, and if you are a son or daughter of the Most High God, then you've got to be about his business. You've got to be about his kingdom. Not my will be done, but your will be done. And so, hey, we want to bless you for being an encouragement. It looks like we've got Cherish, Dee Dee, a few guests, Mark, Refuge, 1827, Rosemary for Jesus, Refugee, 1827. Hey, God bless you tonight. Father, we pray the will of God be done. Touch your people tonight. Touch them in a mighty way. Reveal yourself to them. Father, we pray that they feel your presence. We pray that they feel your Holy Spirit tonight. Father, wherever they're standing, wherever they're sitting, wherever they're at tonight, whether it's in their car or at their place of work or in their home, Father, wherever they are tonight, Father, we pray, Holy Spirit, touch in a mighty way. Father, I pray that people would feel your presence right now. They'd feel your loving arms wrapping around them. They'd feel your breath. They'd feel the touch of angels' wings brushing across them, Father. Lord, take them into another place with you tonight that they would know that you are real, that they'd know that you are there, right there with them, moving on their behalf, leading, touching, wooing and drawing them to yourself. Father, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're real. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're tangible. Thank you that you don't leave us comfortless, but that you are with us. Lord, thank you that we can feel your presence. Thank you, Lord.
We're back, and it's Prayer International Radio just taking some time to let everybody know he's real. He's real, and he's here with us. And just, uh, we first listened to that song, I Can Feel His Presence Here With Me by Mercy Me. That second song was called He Is Real by Sean Fitch. And the reason we choose some of the songs that we do is because we know there's a reality of Christ that's present in the lives of his people. You see, it's not a matter of scripture on a page only, but he wants to be actively involved in our lives, living and moving and breathing. Presence, where you can feel his touch, you can feel his presence, you can feel him there in the room with you, wherever you're at. That's what we want. I was just praying for a sister tonight, and her comment was how the Holy Spirit just brings her to tears. You know, It's about his presence. It's about feeling God. It's about experiencing his glory in a real and tangible way. And in order to do that, you've got to have an expectation. You have to have a capacity for spiritual things. You have to have a capacity for the Holy Spirit. You know, he abides in the presence of his people. When two or more are gathered, there he is in the the midst. But not just when two are gathered, but when they're gathered and praising, when they're gathered and worshiping, when they're gathered 
and yielded to him. So listen, I want to pray for a few of you tonight. I know Cherished is uh, she needs traveling mercies. She's traveling. So, Father, we just pray for traveling mercies right now in the name of Jesus. I also have Sister Dee Dee with a, a request for her daughter, so we just want to pray. And that's all I want to say about that. Father, we pray your will be done and your kingdom come in their lives, that you would touch them in a mighty way, that you'd move by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for Marcus's mother recovering in a mighty way. We thank you that you're touching Donna. Thank you that you're delivering people from depression. You're delivering people from sickness and disease. You're rebuking cancers. You're rebuking rebellions and Lord, you are putting relationships together. You're putting marriages back together. Father, you're restoring parent-child relationships tonight. Father, you are moving in a mighty way by your Spirit. Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would touch the people as they put an expectation on you. I want to encourage you, if you're listening tonight, put your expectation in the Lord. Trust him to do exactly what he says he will do. He is not slack concerning his promises. Look, if you feel weary, listen, the, the word I had earlier was don't faint. Don't faint. Don't stop. Don't draw back. Look, keep going forward. Keep going forward, and you're going to reap a harvest. Keep going forward. Your blessing is right around the corner. Keep going forward in God, and don't stop. Put your hand to the plow, and don't look back, but go forward. Set your face like a flint, looking unto Jesus, because he is the author and the finisher of your faith, and he's going to finish what he started, and he wants you to finish strong. So listen, we want you to be blessed tonight. We're going to go out with some music. If you want to continue to worship and stay in the chat room, feel free to do that. And uh, we are just going to keep worshiping God. Hey, God bless you tonight. Rosemarie, we're praying for you in Australia. Mark, we'll continue to pray for your mother. Dee Dee, we're praying for you and your daughter. Cherish, traveling mercies. Guests, be blessed tonight. Allow the Holy Spirit to touch your life. Allow God to become a reality in your life. And those of you that are listening, I know Brother Anthony is on the line tonight listening in. Uh, we are just kind of rolling with it. I haven't clicked in uh, onto the phone lines too much tonight. Uh, but just letting everybody listen. Hey, Anthony, we're praying for you, brother, always. And just want to give you a praise report to God that he's blessing you in the area of work. I, I got your text message today, brother. So that's awesome. Hey, listen. If you guys need to call in, 619-638-8458. Feel free to email us. I am actually going to uh, – I lost. So this is kind of crazy, but I uh, – kind of funny, I was going to say, but it's more – it's really not funny at all. Uh, my hard drive crashed on my computer, so I lost a good portion of our database. Uh, actually, I had two different hard drives, two different computers crash in the last week, and I lost uh, a good portion of our database. So I just want to encourage you guys, keep sending in emails with info, and I will actually get around to returning some of those recently. I've had some major computer trials lately, so I apologize for not getting back with people via email or not responding um, also, our, uh, I got locked out of our voicemail, so I was not able to check our mailbox for the website. So we're going to get that work through, too. Hey, listen, be patient with us. Pray for us. You know, we're going through trials ever since we started this ministry. I believe that there 
start talking about prayer, when we start talking about intercession, and not just talking about it, but when we begin to gather with God's people and pray and intercede and stand in the gap, the enemy gets threatened, and he starts pulling out everything he can to come at us, every fiery dart. So listen, we're going to continue to worship. Emails this coming week or the the latter half of this week. I'll have my internet back on and up and running pretty good tomorrow. So praise God. And uh, man, God is so good. He's just really good.
only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus? Or in all of you be still? Will I stand in your presence? To my knees. I can only imagine 